Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. And for some really stupid reason, you're listening to... Insufferable Bastards. Great name for a podcast, morons. Goddamn right it is, John. All right, speaking of people you don't want to hang out with, I happened to stumble across Mm. this show on YouTube called Insufferable Bastards. Mm. Hmm. That's right, you trash us. Put you in our cheapy intro. Perfect, the perfectly fine. Insufferable bastards. Uh, those of you that are into podcasts like to listen to that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, you know. All right, one more. Hey, everybody, I'm Carlos Danger. Welcome to Insufferable Bastards. Insufferable Bastards. Insufferable Bastards. Did I say I'm Carlos Danger? Yes, I did. Joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. If I sound a little funny, I'm still getting over our interview with Glenn Baisley. Somewhere, Glenn is still talking, I think. I'd like to say, uh, holy cow. Glenn's yeah. a talker. I mean, we had a really, that was last week, right? We're recording this and this will be on uh, whatever next week. We have to make this one quick because you used all the space to store whatever else he said. Right. Yeah. I've gone over my limit on Libsyn, but we had the great Glenn Baisley back after at least two years. I, I was checking. He had not been on our podcast during the pandemic. So. Well, also, it came up in my news story. Uh, I guess we are a year old as far as the insufferable bastards are concerned. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Hey, happy anniversary. So, like, Look at that. We, we changed, It was, I think, the middle of the beginning of this week. Yeah, it wasn't last weekend because I would have remembered that. So it came up sometime in the middle of this week. We, we rebranded ourselves. We got so I, I paid somebody to, to make us a logo, right? We put our faces in a logo. We got some banners. We went to uh, CT Horror Fest and almost died. And uh, the banners are, are around me on the floor somewhere. So anyway, yeah, that's cool. So in this episode, I thought we would listen to and then react. Right, We've become a react channel, which I think that the kids dig that, man. We have a really young demographic that listens to us. They're like, they like uh, PewDiePie. They definitely like, and comic books. They like comic books. <laughs> Uh, Dan TDM, they're really into, and uh, and us, Minecraft. So, and we talked about this once before. Sam Elliott, the actor, <laughs> as opposed to the ballerina, he was on the Mark Marin podcast, WTF with Mark Marin. And towards the end of the interview, Marin brings up Power of the Dog, and Elliott goes on sort of a rant. A misguided rant. We've talked about it before. But maybe we should just, because he, he did a, he, he apologized, quote unquote, apologized. Yes. So we have that video to play. But before we get to that audio, we should, let's, I want to go through the entire thing he, he said about Power of the Dog, if that's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here we go. And if you want to interrupt, Brian, like just put like, raise a hand or something so we don't. All right. Or you know what I mean. Did you, did you see Power of the Dog? Did you watch that movie? Yeah, you want to talk about that piece of shit? <laughs> oh, no. You didn't like that one? Fuck no. Okay, why? I'll tell you why. Okay. I read a fucking... I didn't like it anyway. Yeah. All right, I'm interrupting, but you can hear his lips smacking. 
And I've said this yeah. before. My theory is he's either high or, or he maybe he's what what is he drinking? I don't know what he's drinking. Is he, is he drinking uh, Bud Light aluminum bottles? I don't know, right? Because he's, like, he's not exactly making sense here. Strong possibility, and he's got a drawl that is even more drawly. But again, that's all speculation. It's total speculation. We're not. We have no idea if he's imbibing alcohol. But but it also. Like, comes on a podcast now they blame the podcast like oh it got me to say something oh well, we're jumping ahead. We're, yeah for. we're jumping way ahead i'm no, really angry keep about playing. that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep playing because let's, let's see react how to drawn this. in he is yeah i looked at it when i was down there doing, in texas doing yeah. 1883 yeah and smacking the lips the random cough what does all that mean i don't know but really brought it home to me the other day where i where i said do you want to fucking talk about yeah. it yeah yeah there was a fucking full-page ad out in the L.A. Times, and there was a a review, not a review, but a, a clip. A clip, yeah. Yeah. And it talked about the uh, evisceration of the American myth. Huh. And I thought, what the fuck? What the fuck? What does that this mean? This is the guy that's done Westerns forever. For his whole life. The evisceration of the American West. I mean, let me ask you, Brian, do you get the sense that Mark Marin is sort of where is this going and what is happening right now? Mark Marin is like, what did I just ask and why? How do I get out of this? That's what I that's what I hear. Yeah. Or he's just like, I agree. Where is this going? I agree. It made it look like what are those? What are all those dancers? Those guys in New York that wear bow ties and not much else. Uh huh. Remember them from back in the day? Oh, the Chippendales. Yeah. Yeah. That's what all these fucking cowboys in that movie look like. Uh-huh. They're all running around in shops and no shirts. All these illusions of homosexuality yeah. Yeah. throughout the fucking movie. Yeah. I think that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? Oh, that, that's, I mean, I've said this before. That's the greatest. That's what the movie's about, dipshit. Excuse my language. fuck does this woman from... Who, Jane Campion? Yeah. She's a brilliant director, yeah. by the way. I love her work, <laughs> right. previous work. Sure. <laughs> but what the fuck does this woman from down there come... Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Right. ...know about the American West? And why in the fuck does she shoot this movie in New Zealand and call it Montana? It's good. This movie... And say, this is the way it was. It's got you, this movie. So that's that fucking rubbed me the wrong way, pal. <laughs> yeah. And the myth is... That they were these, you know. All right, here's where I, I think he said all this stupid stuff. That's basically homophobic, right? He's like, you know, gay guys are my West. But I think what he's trying to say is this part where he goes, well, the myth is that they were neither macho nor, uh, you know, Chippendale dancers. They were family men. I think he's trying to say the myth is that they were not that. The myth okay. is that they were macho or that they were men alone and that when they were actually family units, which is what 1883 that I mean, I hate 1883. Oh, is that, is that, that's well, very right. much the theme of that show, but macho men. Well, are we reacting? Well, I mean, I yeah, like, like to, to Sam Elliott. Sure. Well, I just mean my version of, or a Western that I like is, I mean, I don't, I never thought of it as family films. Uh, at least the ones that I watch are definitely not family film. Well, he's saying, the, he, he's saying the real West wasn't machismo nor homosexuality. All right, but did she say that? It's a is, dumb point. I don't know why he's but, saying, but this. again, this movie, the, the power of the dog is not, you know, it's a 
it's a story, you know, set, you know, around the West. It's I a mean, gay it's, movie. She, I mean, it's well, it, but it, she's it, not saying that it's this is scripture. It's the well, yeah, uh, the she's real not. Deal. I mean, she she chooses to. Uh, yeah, this it's I don't he's just. I mean, otherworldly in his wrongness here, because all the movie is, it takes a tale that really hasn't been told that often in the West and inserts a new story. And like, I, for some reason, that he just goes off on it. It's 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 freaking bizarre. Out there with the cattle. Yeah, I just come from fucking Texas, where I was hanging out with families, not men, but yeah. families. Yeah, yeah big, see. long, extended multiple generation families right. that made their living and their lives were all about being cowboys and boy when i fucking saw that i thought what the fuck yeah where are we in this world today that well i mean well i don't know that that's the biggest uh, issue at hand I, it, well, well it's I, not the biggest issue <laughs> sure you can tell i mean just like we're struggling and it took me multiple listens to try to decipher what sam elliott is trying to say here i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's not a complete closed-minded well, homophobic nut job you can hear marin in the moment struggling i don't know man he, he sounds kind of bigoted here right yeah I, I mean, know, there's no other way to clean it up, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm trying like, to. I'm trying like, to say, like, well, I, I, he's he's. Tra- but yeah, there's it's you, as a can't. guy that likes Sam Elliott movies, it's hard to defend what he's saying because more or less, what I think he's saying is, uh, you know, what he's getting yelled at for and what he came out to apologize. Don't need no for. gays I, in these movies, yeah, and that's what I think he's talking about. Like when he says family, I mean, that's him trying to backtrack now. I or, thought he just if, jumbled in. I mean, all right. So I, let's I say, the, know, let's say the, I don't, the best case scenario that he's high or drunk and he's stumbling over his words and he's trying to say that the West is really about families and it's not about men in either heterosexual guess, but, or homosexual. I don't know. Because he does say that so, like, I was just there. What did I see? Families. But then you can interpret that. Oh, okay. So you're saying there were no gay guys in the West at all. Well, ever? Yeah, there's, no gay, there's no gay cowboys right now somewhere. Of what's left of the kid. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's just stupid. like it's that, that's the thing. With, it's harder to defend him. And I again, I mean, he might have meant something else if he if like, listen, if he just had to say the movie was a piece of shit and that would have been good enough. You know what I mean? And then you, you but right. he kind of digs himself a deeper hole. He could even yeah I mean, he could have he could have pocketed it or, or shelved it in uh well it's got an agenda you know he could have he could have talked around exactly. it some way if he's real but I guess uh, you're I mean this is how he feels I guess he's not gonna and that's it's what's bizarre. like I, yeah it's, like, it's disappointing it's disappointing because all right you know this is the other problem like you know maybe some people should just not wax pontifically anymore right like Sam Elliott stop granting interviews yeah to, like it's you know let us you know and also. Again, I, I'm sorry, I don't know I Sam Elliott that well. You know, I know he was a heartthrob, I'm sure, for gay men when he was a, like in that movie, The Lifeguard. They talk about Lifeguard extensively in this podcast. It's crazy. They talk about Lifeguard more than any other role he's done, which struck and, me as totally random. But other than Big Lebowski, I think he's in Shakedown with Peter Weller. Mm-hmm. He's in Ghost Rider. Like, yeah, I mean, he pops he talks up talks about Mask, yeah. All right, Mask. Yeah. And, uh, He's kind of like, know, the, he, you know, at one point, him and Chris Chris Christopherson were trading roles. You know, one guy was in Blade and the other, you know what I mean? They're kind of. And, and, and it's sort of uh, he's he's uh, become more popular today than when he was like a working actor in the 80s and 70s, 80s and early 90s. Yeah. And it's almost he, like he started to believe his own legend. That's what a lot of this and, sounds like. Well, and that's what I was just going to say. It sounds like, you know. I don't know. Like maybe it was good that he didn't talk much in the beginning because again, <laughs> His again never I, would have progressed. 
I mean, again, I know we're we still got some on this clip, but his whole apology just drives me like nuts in the sense because if I really do think this is the way he feels, I don't want no gays in my westerns. I just think that's what he means, right? Uh, you know, yeah, and he made like he made the point. We didn't even bring it up, but we we brought it up previously, and you mentioned this. You know, he's talking about how ain't, ain't no foreigners can make no gay westerns, and it's like Sergio well, Leone, dude, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, again, like that's I, and and a woman, a woman, like he he just could have said, I don't agree with her making the movie, but the way he said, a woman a making woman, a western, female. Yes, yeah, like what is going just, on here, Sam Elliott? Like he, I hope he's high. He's weirdly aggressive, uh, yeah, but. It's also if he's high and he's saying this stuff. Well, he does believe it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no backing out of this. I was thinking, well, he's one reason- of those guys. He gets drunk and then he turns into, you know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. He just becomes nasty. Because if you listen, and I have listened to this entire interview, and he's weirdly aggressive the entire interview. It's just, I mean, yeah. he, this is the this is the the climax of it. But he's weirdly, he's dropping F-bombs. Like, it's not like he's dropping F-bombs in, like, a colorful way. Like or, or just doing it because he you know yeah he, I remember he's, we, he's a bad he communicator about, yeah he's just he meets his wife Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just this is weird for for me it was but also he was the it, only huh well it was just Mark Marin is really kind of trying to help him well yeah, I love Marin and this is where Marin's great and this guy's you know they talk about Stern's the greatest interviewer of all time this guy's great just the way he inserts a little uh huh yeah. Uh-huh. Like well, he's, also, he's keeping I do the conversation think, going, even though he doesn't like he doesn't know how to get out of it. He doesn't know how to steer it. He doesn't know how to react to it. And I don't know Marin as much as uh, I know Howard Stern. But what I can say about Mark Marin, at least it, as to somebody that doesn't listen all the time, he, when he has a guest on, he might not know their entire career, but he knows their stuff. Whereas I think that's what makes him such. He's a really good interview because he'll like like, you know, when he had Paul Thomas Anderson on. You know, he'll talk about Boogie Nights, and you could tell he's watched that a dozen times. Yeah, a Mark lot of Maron's these other a, a inter- big, yeah, he's a big movie fan who is like, yeah. late in life, he's really trying to be an actor. Like he, he'll, yeah. I mean, this constant thing, and it gets kind of annoying. He'll ask the actors about their process because he's talking. He's like, I've done, you know, I've done a little acting, and he's he's clearly just hitting them up for like, how do you do this? And so, which and is like, kind of cool because he's in this position where he's this movie fan who's now late in life got success off this podcast, and he's parlaying that into acting jobs. So he's good in the Joker, and and he's also again like. All these other guys that are claimed to be very good interviews viewers, they have a lot of research teams. And I just think Mark Marin watches movies. So I think that's like he's so just I think good. He and was, that's what he has in contact in in common with Rogan to bring up yeah. Joe Rogan as Joe Rogan can be annoying. But he's he's the guy's a good conversationalist. You can't deny that. Right, he's go. not at, like he's reacting and, and re-asking questions. There's no yeah. There's no format here. There's no like list of quite list of topics he's gonna hit. He just lets the conversation go wherever it may. Issue, right. which is not easy. I mean, hell, we can't and, even and do that, we, and we've known each other we, a thousand years. Which is what's happening right now. That's what I like about his pauses and his like, oh well, uh, you know, he's trying to yeah. yeah. But you because can't. There was so much of it. Do you? I mean, Cumberbatch never got out of his fucking chaps. He he had two pair of chaps: a woolly pair and a leather pair. Yeah. And every fucking time he'd he'd walk in from somewhere, I don't know where in a fucking Sam. Why are you so hung up on? I don't remember what Bert, whatever his name was, wearing. He never was on a horse. Yeah. Maybe Wait, once. now you want the guy to yeah. get naked? He'd walk. <laughs> he should be taking off his chaps, riding a horse, no saddle. Walk into the fucking house, Fuck. storm up the fucking stairs. Go lay on his bed in his shaps and play his banjo. And it's like, what the fuck? 
What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's four fucking. You know? but, 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 where's the Western? Where's the Western in this Western? I, I, I get what you're saying, but you can't. But there's no part of you that knowing art films and knowing. I mean, I kind of get that. I saw the movie and like, yeah, it's it's not a Western per se, but you, I mean, okay, you could say where's the Western in this Western, but the separation but, that this well, is. A, see, that's like I don't mind his. I don't mind it. Like I don't mind his his uh, points. Like on that. Like if you don't like, that's what I'm saying. If he would have just said the movie's a piece of shit, where's the western in the western? Yeah, it's boring. I don't. You know, I wasn't like, interested you know, in any of the characters. All like, the characters are unlikable. Which I thought. I actually didn't like this movie. I'm not a huge fan. I thought that I could respect the performances, but it was a slog. I found it a slog. It's it's about a bunch of miserable people, and then by the end of it, you're like, oh, okay, but that's Gene Campion. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a Jane Campion movie. Yeah, I mean, it just happens to be in a different setting, like (laughs) an old West setting, which I think is is the problem, which if you see a horse and and a ranch, everyone automatically assumes it's a Western. Yeah, no, it's not a Western. There's certain tropes you need to be a Western. Fixed story. Yeah, I guess it's more it's more of a if you generalize it. Excuse me. It's a period piece. Well, yeah, and and I get costume drama. I mean, I just think they made that you can make any kind of Western you want. I don't care who's in it. Like I, again, if he would have just, he expanded on this to, to the point where, and he starts off with, I don't like the gays in it. I don't like, yeah, the women. that's I what I'm saying. I don't like, like the I, broads. I, I, I don't like the gays. Like, Cause you could have a gay Western. I mean, you know, I mean, Andy Warhol made one in the 1970s. You know, the idea that it's an... Inv- and the outlaw Josie Wales. Come on, that was... Visceration of the American West was a critic. No, the something. American myth. The American myth, yeah. 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 Well, you're part of it, so I guess it, it's it's personal I took insult. it personal. <laughs> yeah. I took it fucking personal, pal. <laughs> what know. is your favorite Western? I don't have one. Oh, you don't? No. You like watching them? Searchers. Yeah. The Searchers. Surprise, surprise, Sam Elliott. Yeah, but but also, all right, searchers, and I don't have one. We'll have an answer. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, if he's such the uh, aficionado and tells us what right. a Western can be. Yeah, come on, dude. You're not too cool for school. Answer the goddamn question. Searchers. All those early ones. Certainly yeah, not all of them. I mean, the I, I wasn't a huge John Wayne fan. Yeah. But, you know. I like the Gary searchers. Gary Cooper was my guy. High noon? Yeah. Did you, did you see? All right. So, yeah, that was that. All right. So that was the thing that got him into trouble. We've reacted and to it now twice. So, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like, yeah, and this is not an example of cancel culture. He didn't get canceled, but he got, uh, it generated controversy and people said, uh, you're an a-hole, dude. That was a dumb thing to say. And you're wrong on a lot and of points. you have a show on a brand new network right now, right. you yeah. idiot. Yeah. The PR people were like, yeah, but who knows? I mean, that that's, well, the other thing about 1883, and it, it comes out, it's a, it comes out, it has a particular perspective and point of view. I'll tell you that. So a lot of the people that maybe I would assume I'm going to, I'm just throwing this out there. This might've appealed to the core audience. Uh, okay. Of uh, 1883, 1880. It's, it's like we said, when, when I reviewed it, it's Knott's Landing, dude. It's it's Knott's Landing for dudes. You know, it's okay. Sons of Anarchy. It's that type of... It's that type sort of... Sort of man soap so, opera. Yeah. So weeks later... So that was back in like early March, right? Uh, so, it was on... Uh, that was on 228. Okay, there we go. 2022. And so, uh, you know, Gene Campion says that, uh, hey, surprise, surprise, dude, you're actually not a cowboy. <laughs> you're an actor, <laughs> which I thought, that what a great response. He kind of laughed it off, which I thought was pretty badass. Uh, but on April 10th, so more than a month later, 
Actually, two months when, later. Damn, this is almost two. When months was later. Uh, when was the Oscars? I don't know. End of March, right. March thirtieth, thirty first. I want to okay. say. All right, so this was after. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm only seeing this was. I saw this on Twitter from Deadline, Deadline Hollywood, on April tenth. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. So, this is some type of. It's called the Contenders, I guess. I don't know. It says Sam Elliott apologizes for his controversial comments he made previously about the power of the dog. And this is some, I don't know who this dude doing the interview is, but I'm just going to play it. So the volume's on and bam. Sam, you know, you had some uh, well-publicized comments in a podcast, you know, and you had where you had mentioned Power of the Dog and Jane Campion. And they <laughs> far afield of the guy I met and spent a bit of time with down there on that Texas set. And I, and I, you know, every now and then a cowboy falls off his horse. So <laughs> I like this guy run is running interference for Sam Elliott big time. This is a reporter or editor. Sam, you're really a nice guy, right? Well, he wants those set visits, you know, like he's like, Hey, (laughs) that's that whole thing that Harry, uh, Harry Knowles podcast I'm listening to on all those writers. Uh, I mean, those hack that, that crass amateur, service, those, those it's hack a cra- amateur writers who wrote for ain't it cool news and have essentially ruined criticism or helped or helped throw gasoline on the, on the burning death of film criticism. They all love their set visits. That's what they just wanted a set visit. I'm going to put it out there. Is there anything that maybe you want to say to sort of clarify, um, you know, that. <sighs> yeah. First, don't go do a podcast whose call letters are. WTF. <laughs> yeah, <fuck laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's right. bullshit, man. That, that's an insult to Mark Maron. It's too. Mark like, Maron's that's, fault. Yeah, you know, man. that clickbaity Mark Maron. Yeah. Everyone knows uh, that he is like totally National Enquirer, right? He just asked you what you thought of this movie, man. Holy cow. Now it's, uh, all right. Yeah. And Mark Maron's a fan of the movie, by the way, Mark, you know. So right, Sam Elliott, like, kind of a dick. <laughs> that's just an easy way out. I don't know. I don't like know who's that's... laughing that hard. Is that an actor? Well, I'm this sure they're guy. all actors. Well, I, don't I know, know that's that's that. He's in the movie. That's the uh, that's the star. That the young girl's okay. name escapes okay. me. That's the country singer, <laughs> whatever her name is, and and whoever that is. Is that Shania Twain? I think so. Yeah. That movie struck struck a chord with me. <laughs> you know that chord in your body <laughs> where you hate everything that's not like you? That chord. And in trying to tell the guy, the WTF guy, how I felt about the film, I wasn't very articulate about it. You were pretty articulate, dude. I didn't articulate it very well. And I said some things. I don't know, man. People. Yeah. So he said, he said, I said some things I heard people. That if I keep, if I don't apologize, I don't have a career. I see this. Ah. And I feel terrible about that. The gay community has been incredible to me my entire career. And I mean my entire career from before I got started when I was... But not not exactly an overwhelming uh, round of applause there. Hey, I like the, the gays have been good to me. But, but as long as they ain't, 
but I ain't liking them gay cowboys. As long as you don't make cowboy movies. In this town. And they have more than Friends. two pairs of chaps. Right. I'm surprised he didn't start going into, you know, the gay mafia. Or, you know, I'm not. It's on every level. In every job. Okay, let me, let me just play it back a little because I stepped on it. From before I got started when I was in this town. Friends on every level. In every job description. Up until today with my agent, my dear friend, my agent of a number of years. And I'm sorry that I hurt any of those friends. And someone that I loved. And anyone else. By the words that I used. Just want to throw in, he's, he's, is, he, is the agent, did the agent fire him? Because he's, he's saying that in past tense. Someone that I loved, E.D. Yeah, I don't know. An agent of many years. Oh, anyway. I also told this what the F podcaster that I thought Jane Campion was a brilliant director. And I want to apologize uh. to the cast of The Power of the Dog. Brilliant actors, all. And in particular, Benedict Cumberbatch. I can only say that I'm sorry. And I am. I am. Well, I think that's... Um, First off, he insulted yes, Jane Campion way more. But he gets... Yeah, like, he, he apologized, but now he just... He sort of blames it on Mark Marin. Yeah, like... It's Mark Marin's fault that I have anything. lots of gay friends. Ask anybody. He didn't... Oh, Mark Marin. We just played it. We just played it. Mark Barron asked, so, hey, you know, hey, what about, you know, Power of the Dog? It was a throw-off question at the end of the interview. Yeah. <laughs> of like, a, like, like, a, like an hour interview. That's literally what he asked. And half the time, Mark Barron went, uh, uh, well, that's kind of what the movie's about. That's all he, like, said. Mark Barron is like, uh, yeah, just, I, uh, uh, uh. and yeah, Mark Barron does this all the time, too. I, I think that guy's beyond, like, getting, he, you know, the dude just wants to make some coffee. But, but this, also, this is interesting, too. All right, go ahead. Okay, all right. Just play it. I'm sorry. Well, this is, what's her name? Shania Twain? Do we know if it's Shania? I don't. I don't know, dude. We're I just, just naming the only modern female country singers not, we know. I know it's not Reba McIntyre. How's that? It's not Dolly Parton. No. She's married to the to Tug McGraw's kid, who's, who's the star of the movie. Well, I mean, I don't know. Tug right. Mo I don't even know who Tug McGraw is. He was the Phillies pitcher. Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, back I thought he was another country singer. All right. Well, there is. Uh, no, he had a son. The son grew up to be a really famous country singer who's married this lady. Tim McGraw? Tim McGraw. And they're the stars of the movie. They're both in the movie. Well, is that Trisha Yearwood? No, God damn it. I don't know. Then who cares? Who will just play her? I got enough going on. I can't. I got the. All right. Still. Listen to her, though. This Sam. Is, like, what? On set. Anytime. If he's said something to anyone, Faith Hill may have been taken offensively, which to us or most people would never think it would be offensive. He would. All right, so I go reply like, "What? What is she saying here? Please this is say. like what?" And can I say something? Yes, please do. I'm replaying it. Sam Faith Hill on set anytime. 
if he's said something to anyone that may have been taken offensively, which to us, or most people would never think it would be offensive, he would always, it didn't matter who it was, go over himself and sit down and apologize. So she's saying that Sam Elliott does this all the time. Yeah, like <laughs> she just said. Listen, Sam would say a lot of effed up stuff, but we didn't really think it was that effed up. But he'd apologize for like, what's this dude? Did you hear about Bill Murray? They got Bill Murray. Oh yeah, well, I was just gonna say it's a very Bill Murray story. Very like, yeah. Do it a Why don't we don't even know what the hell that is? Whatever. Stepped on the toe or knocked off a hat or whatever. I'm just telling the guy has amazing character, so. We love you, Sam. We love Sam. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, I mean. Yeah, because not, he's the biggest the, the, name the, in there's the There's whole project. YouTube channels that like, rank apologies, but yeah, that's, I mean, Sam Elliott, great actor. I mean, he's the best I, thing in 1883, but. But that being said, I don't, I don't again, need to hear from him ever again. No, and also, I don't. You know, the, the, the apology to me isn't genuine because it it's probably you know the other way was probably gen, more genuine. You mean what and, he said uh, initially? Well, I, I, yes, I mean, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm not even saying he's that. Like, I think that movie probably did bother him because of that reason, and like, you know. Then don't watch the movie. Like it's not yeah. your movie, but or, but, or like but there's you gotta way, think about it. You gotta think about it and, and try to think about it in a deeper way. There's ways just, to comment. Like, yeah. There, it was like it was like uh, you know, he gave his it was almost like he just finished watching it, uh, you know, before they did the interview and he was just pissed off about it, and that was his initial reaction. It's like, well, maybe, maybe take a maybe take a breath, think about it, maybe read up on it a little more, dude. Maybe I don't know. And then say Or what it's you're just not say. it's not nineteen seventy six anymore, man. Grow up, you know, and uh the other thing is take responsibility because all you did was just throw it onto a that, talk show host. Yeah, and that's and that, funny because it that, only it only proves how out of touch and ignorant he is. Because obviously Mark Maron is, you know, the dude's respected. You 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 know, well, people say he's too liberal or he's a lefty comic. Like you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, you know the cringe comics don't like him, but he's. I mean, come on, the dude. He's not doing our podcast. He's doing it like Mark Maron's not a like some little like what the uh, right. Like, I was on the insufferable bastard. No one guy was high. Yeah, like he's a worldly known, you know, uh, commentator. Not even, you know, just whatever. Uh, yeah, he's the most. I mean, he's probably. I mean, in terms of, he's more respected than Joe Rogan because Rogan has all his discussions. Yeah, but and I mean, like, so to throw him under the bus, in essence, is to, to me that's not the apology. Like that wasn't an apology. Right. Yeah, you still don't understand. Yeah, that that's that's a coward's way out. Not what a man would do. A, a, a I was just going to say a real cowboy would, would uh, you know, pull up. A real cowboy would pull up. Whoa. I think you're just too close to the microphone. Would his pull up, pull up his chaps. The whole joke is ruined. Yeah, so what was all the, you were bad at all? Every time you said the P. I don't know. Yeah, that's Hello. You, Hello. You're too. You got to move the microphone. It's the, 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 there's all a right. pop filter going on. All right. And let's end it on that professional note. All so right. for because uh, I think we'll uh, well let's end this one and then we'll talk in a second. All right. So for uh, Mr. Uh, Brian Spears, I am uh, Carlos Danger, and we'll see you next time on the Goddamn Insufferable Bastards podcast. Later.
pleasure to me. I love Judge oh, Dredd. God. I absolutely love Judge Dredd. And that's okay if you love Judge Dredd. Hey, I you like do the Batman. you, baby.